best League of Ireland podcast in the business. This is Off The Ball. Yeah, it's Jamie Moore here on the Off The Ball League of Ireland podcast. Now, I'm very happy to welcome new Apollon Limassol striker Dan Carr back to the podcast. Apollon Limassol from Cyprus, and they played Shamrock Rovers in this season, the Europa League qualifiers. Now, Dan, having spent a number of years in the UK in the lower leagues, joined Rovers in February of 2018 at the start of last season and scored his last goal for the club in their win over Finn Hart in the FAI Cup a couple of weeks ago. And Dan has joined Apollon Limassol from Rovers despite having 18 months left on a Shamrock Rovers contract. And uh, the Rovers head coach, Stephen Brad, had some interesting comments after uh, their game in Waterford this week about Dan Carr apparently according to Stephen Bradley anyway being bigger than the club and uh, that the club could have kept him but allowed him to go and Dan Carr has hit back with a tweet claiming that it was all a load of bollocks so Dan joins me uh, via WhatsApp audio from his hotel room in Cyprus Dan welcome back to the podcast again how are you tell us first of all just about this move and how it actually came about yeah hello and uh, thank you for having me um yes to be fair, it came about quite quickly. Um, I learned of the move after we played them and uh, the reports back from them to me was positive and I spoke to them and, yeah, quite liked what they had to say and thought, yeah, it'd be good for me to come out here. Now, Dan, it certainly is a unique move and, you know, we hear all the time about League of Ireland players, even with your own former club now, Shamrock Rovers, someone like Jack Byrne and how important it was for him to perform well in Europe to try and get a move maybe back to England and also to be called up by his international team but we don't often hear about players impressing in these games and actually signing for a team particularly someone from Cyprus so it definitely is unique yeah I mean um, people uh, like you said yourself people always think oh, it's always about going back to England but I've always been open honest and said that I want to play at the highest level I can in any um, league or division so whether that is Cyprus, France, Spain, Lithuania, Azerbaijan, if the level is higher than what I'm currently playing, then I want to aspire to play to that. So, um, yeah, it's never really... England's not the only option. Of course, yes, that's where I'm from. But, um, yeah, it's not... I know it's not the like the norm, I guess, and I'm sure I'm not the only player that from the League of Ireland that has been asked to go abroad. But I just felt that um, the opportunity that this club gave me uh, Apollo Limassol that is I just felt it was too good to turn down to try and better my career and um, it's a team that's done well in Europe they were in the group stages last year and I think the year before that and they have done many times <coughs> sorry before that as well so um, yeah I just thought it's a chance for me to better my career try a new culture um, experience playing football at respectively maybe higher level, some people might say, than what I was playing at Shamrock Rovers. And that's no disrespect to Rovers. It was just a, a way I thought, hmm, how can I improve my career? Would it be good for me? And, yeah, luckily the team saw something in me to offer me that contract, and I'm just very grateful for it, of course. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't think when you were playing that Europa League game that you would have actually been joining that club a couple of weeks later. So give us more background on the move, Dan, and, and move on to Cyprus. And I'm sure you're just excited now to get going and meet your new teammates and, and really, really start off your career now as an Apollon Limassol player. Yeah, um, I was very impressed by the, the facilities and everyone was very so welcoming, from the directors to the managers, all the staff, um, especially the players as well. Anything I've needed or had an issue or problem with, I've got some great guys here who's played at a very high level as well, have been quick to help me and direct me and give me advice, especially on like uh, my living as well, where to stay, all the nice areas. So just basically everything as a whole. Everyone's been very welcoming and tried to help me settle in here as quickly as possible. And 
trained for the first time there the other day and yeah, it definitely is a very high standard, I should say that for sure. And um very like lucky and blessed and need to really knuckle down and show exactly what I'm capable for this club because um like you said, I know they've got a lot of players and it's not gonna be easy, so I need to really make sure and work hard that um and when my chance comes, I take it. Now, Dan, recently I spoke to an Irish football coach who'd moved to go and become a manager in Cambodia and he was talking about the weather and the food and the language barrier and stuff. It probably won't be as bad for you moving to Cyprus, but how have your first impressions been and, you know, meeting everybody and, you know, trying to find somewhere to live? I know you're in a hotel at the moment and, you know, the food and the language and all that sort of stuff as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Sam Bone comes to Cyprus uh, every year and he's always telling me about the foods, the tahinis, the pita... Uh, I can't remember the name of this lamb thing I had today, which is very nice. So, yeah, I'm learning a lot of the language. Uh, I'll try to. I'm going to learn a few words already. But the writing's a bit different, so <laughs> that might be a bit hard to do. And I've learned quite a few other languages. But, yeah, it'll be fun just to get to embed myself in the culture, really, and uh, try new things. I'm very, very open-minded when it comes to things like that. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's all that's going to be very interesting and exciting to do. And... Obviously, it's part of living, I guess. And Yeah, exciting stuff, going to move and live in Cyprus. Now, Dan, the main question on the lips of most Shamrock Rovers fans and most League of Ireland fans, I'm sure, is exactly what went on between yourself and Stephen Bradley, the Shamrock Rovers head coach this week, in terms of what he said and what you said as well. Um, you've hit back on Twitter this week um, in relation to what the untrue statement you say that uh, Shamrock Rovers head coach Stephen Bradley said. The quotes speaking after the 5-1 win in Waterford the other night were he just didn't fit where we were going as a club. When representatives tell you that maybe his heart is not in it playing for Shamrock Rovers, he's not the right fit for you. People maybe think we needed to sell, but we didn't like what we heard. This club and this team and what we're doing and what we're building is bigger than any individual. If people don't want to be part of it, no problem. We'll shake their hand and let them walk away. That was the case with Dan. You don't want people who are in the mindset of not being with the team and not being in the group. This club is a special club and it's bigger than any one individual and unfortunately that individual just felt that he was a little bit bigger than us. And Dan Carr's tweet started with, What a load of bollocks. I never once thought I was bigger than this club. That gave me so much. Always gave my all for the club and will always be part of me. Very untrue and disrespectful. Dan, what's your understanding of what Stephen said? And your reply, it's quite uncommon for this type of thing to happen, but it certainly hasn't. You had 18 months left on your contract, Dan, and Stephen Bradley said the club could have kept you. So what's the background there? Did you ask to leave? When did you first learn of the interest from Apple on Limassol? And how did the move actually come about? No, I mean, I have 18 months left on my contract. I'm not going to ask to leave to go anywhere. So um, no, that wasn't the case. And a cl- uh, the club Apollo Limassol put in a bid for me and the bid was accepted by the club. So um, as far as I'm concerned, I don't know as what is what with that. That's just how I saw it. So um, like I said, I don't want to go to, to, into too much detail and start stirring some more pots. And I said, he said, she said, all that rubbish. It's uh, I said that tweet for a reason, just to defend myself. Because um, as I'm sure, I've had some good times here at Rovers and everyone that knows me, and would know I've never thought I'm bigger than anybody, let alone a club. I could never think I'm bigger than Shamrock Rovers, of course. I never portrayed that. And I actually generally did love playing for Shamrock Rovers. Got a lot of love from the fans when I was playing. And uh, I did. I did enjoy it playing there. But this is football and and teams come in for people and people go, people come. It's it's a part of life. It's a part of football. So um, as I said, this opportunity came to me. 
and uh, the club accepted the bid from Apollo Limassol. And yes, my time with at Rovers was up again. Uh, sorry, I guess. Now, Dan, I'm sure you have loads of happy Shamrock Rovers memories, which maybe we'll speak about in a moment. But you have had to come out very strongly on, on Twitter, and you know, lots of fans have supported you in what you said. And um, Stephen Bradley's comments are kind of there for everybody to see. And it's again something that you felt you had to do is, is come out and, and defend yourself. Tell me a little bit more about that. And, and when did you first hear what Stephen had said? And, and when did you decide you had to reply on Twitter? Yeah, I mean, I've got a lot of, like I said, a lot of good memories. The only thing I'm disappointed at is I didn't get to win any silverware with Shamrock Rovers because that was one thing on my target I really wanted to do. Because, you know, everyone can have good games and good seasons, but at the end of the day, it's about like, what have you won? What success have you brought? So that was the only disappointment I can say I had. But, I mean, scoring the goal last year in the Dublin derby, scoring away to AIK... Um, so I scored winners as well, so Sligo, Pats. I, mean, I don't want to just read off all my achievements, but I, those are just moments for me that I've really thoroughly enjoyed because it's meant something and it's helped the club. As well as the club has helped me, it's helped the club as well. Um, obviously this year as well, some important games, winners, goals, etc. And certain goals, you know, as a player you always have, it's all to me, all very good. All because it helped the team and the team, like I said, the team helped me. There's been many games, I'm sure, that I've not performed, but my teammates have dragged me out of it, and the staff as well. Uh, I know, obviously, it's Comstadatus, but the gaffer did actually help me in my time, which was a bit surprising to me, like, hearing of his comments. And um, it was actually a friend, sorry, that told me about the comments, because I don't look at, like, really these internet staff, unless someone's tagging me in it and I click on my Twitter or whatever, I see it, but I don't... Like wouldn't see read this stuff. So when I learned of it, I thought, what? Like, and it's quite disappointing to be honest. Like I said, I don't want to go into too much detail. And I said what I said, and I feel like I've closed the matter with that. But like I said, I just thought it was very disappointing because I have had good times there. And uh, yeah, it's nice to see those support I've got from the fans. But any issue that it had should I think should have stayed personal, um, privately. Sorry, between me and the club or whatever. Not, I'm not one to go out on Twitter and tweet this and tweet that. But, you know, sometimes I feel like you do have to stand up for yourself because I don't want my image out there being that I think I'm too big for a club because a lot of these fans or people won't actually know me personally. And so when they're hearing that from a manager who's going to come out and say that, they're going to think, oh, Dan Cole, Dan Cole is that. And no, 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 I'm not having that. Sorry, I'm not. I have to defend myself and make it well known I'm not that type of person. Never have been, never will be. And as you can see from the support I've got, uh, the fans and my friends, especially loved ones, know. So that was that was all about. There's nothing to it. I don't want to add more fire to the pot or whatever. It was just literally about knowing like I'm not that type of person, and I'm very strongly about that. So yeah, that, that was it really. Yeah, Dan, listen, thanks for being so open and honest and you spoke very well in terms of your feelings on that there. Now, one positive thing for you, Dan, of course, with your move to Apple on Limassol is this amazing backflip and, you know, the Shamrock Rovers fans loved it and saw quite a lot and the photographers did too and you did it last in front of the South Stand at Tallis Stadium and that win over Finn Hearts when you got the winning goal there in the FAI Cup a couple of weeks ago. So be hopeful that that'll be out and about in the league in Cyprus now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, honestly, I couldn't... The flip just came about one day. Uh... I just get a big euphoric feeling of scoring a goal. I don't know why, I just started to flip and I didn't land it very well and I used my hands and it was terrible. 
And then one day I just did it, and it just did, my hands, I jumped high enough where my hands didn't need to be used, and I thought, oh, I did that all right. And then, to be fair, it just kind of copped on uh, with the Rovers fans, and they seemed to like it, and so if I know they like it, when I score a goal, it's nice to give them the flip that they used to like to see. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe I might do some more flips over here. I mean, I've got to score first, and that's not always easy. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely got to... It would be nice, you know, if the fans like it here, then give them what they want and what they like. So, um, or who knows, I might pull out a dance move. I fancy myself as a bit of a dancer, so... Now I'm playing, but... Um, no, I don't, it's all good fun, really. That's all it is about, having good fun and... Have to score to see what I do first, but... Um, yeah, that was literally what it was, just a euphoric feeling and... So I guess when I'm happy, I just do backflips. <laughs> and Dan, lastly, you're actually only 25. I thought you were maybe 27 or 28. I'm not quite sure why, but, you know, in the prime years of your career now, it's an interesting move to a very, very good league. And uh, I'm sure you're looking forward now to just getting going and really, you know, make the next part of your career a positive period in your life. A lot of people seem to think I'm older, but, yeah, I'm 25. I feel like I'm a good age now. And obviously, like you said, I need to start really kicking on and having something to show for my career now. That's just the main thing. And uh, a lot of the clubs I've had, yeah, I know my CV has got a lot of clubs, but a lot of them were loans when I was quite young when I had those loans. And it was just about getting uh, lots of game experience because I was at, obviously, Huddersfield and I was young then and I had a very good strike force that was difficult for me to get in. So in order for me to improve my career and get further playing time, loans were, unfortunately, what I had to do. So I had quite a few loan moves in the League Football League and uh, that was, yeah, that was it. So, um, and obviously I signed back uh, my non-league team after that. But yeah, a lot of these clubs were, were loan move, which is obviously expected for young players to help boost their career. But um, yeah, like I say, I'm, I'm very much looking forward now to uh, this challenge ahead of me. Like I said, I've always said, I know coming here, it's never going to be easy. There's a lot of really top quality players here that obviously all deserve to be playing. So when I'm called upon, it's only up to me to take my chance and really knuckle down and just give everything I have, pretty much. I have no regrets. So uh, looking forward to the challenge. And like I say, I, and I always say, I'm very blessed and lucky to be given this opportunity. So, uh, yeah, I need to go and take it with both hands now and really kick on. Great stuff. That's the voice of former Shamrock Rover striker and now Apollon Limassol player Dan Carr speaking to us exclusively here on the Off the Ball League of Ireland podcast. Dan, thanks a million for your time when you were at Shamrock Rovers and also now I know you're in your hotel room talking to us on WhatsApp audio. So the best luck with the move and the new career and we'll see you soon. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate it and uh, thank you for having me and I uh, wish you all the best. Take care. Bye-bye. The best League of Ireland podcast in the business. This is Off the Ball.